So we're nearly there. Uh, we're nearly going to be driving up the hill. I want to just say a couple of quick words. I've got a quick quiz uh, for you guys, just really quickly, uh, as we think about God's word and what we're saved for. I want to try and inspire uh, Thomas, Lily, and Andy, all of us. Uh, here's a quiz question. What is the link? We have David Beckham on the left, Gareth Southgate, Ben Stokes, and Tyson Fury. If you don't know who any of those people are, this might be a tricky quiz for you. <laughs> Feel free to just guess. But what's the link? I'm going to give you literally about 15 seconds. The answer is not that they're all sportsmen. That is not the answer, because that would be a rubbish quiz question. Really quickly, go 10 seconds or so. What's the link? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, time. So, really quickly, anyone think they know the link in this quiz? Anyone think they know the, the link? Luke at the back. Okay, half a point. They've all had a public failure. Okay, uh, Joseph. They all represent England. No points. <laughs> Mate, we're a harsh church. You've got to get it right. They've all had a public failure. Half a point. What do you reckon? All undefeated champions. Sad. I wish it were the case. No. No. Recently, no. Controversial decision. He got beaten. Um, Nick, what do you reckon? Okay, they had a failure, public and brutal, but then they had a moment where they did something awesome and became a winner. You're very, very close. And, and I want to just say this really quickly, guys, today. In a minute, we're going to hear from God's word. Uh, Daniel, we'll have the next slide. We are saved to shine. We are saved to shine. That their public failures, and I don't remember, Gareth Southgate did a Pizza Hut advert. That's how bad it got. He had like a <laughs> box on his head. Um, but now it's become the coach of England. We're saved to shine. We're going to hear from God's word really quickly. But, uh, Andy, if you can read for us, Isaiah 61. Uh, thank you very much. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and in the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to, dis- to, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. They will be called mighty oaks, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. And you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations, and in their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion, and instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance, and so you will inherit a double portion in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. So, So just really, really quickly, in Isaiah 61, I love that it has three parts of salvation. Okay, I'm going to ask you a very simple question today. Where are you at? Where are you at? Uh, Isaiah 61 begins, and this is the words that Jesus said when he started his ministry. 
And he came along and he said, the sovereign Lord has appointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. To the broken heart, I'm going to bind them up. I'm going to free captives. We've heard that in Andy's testimony today. We're going to release from darkness the prisoners and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and powerfully the day of vengeance of our God. That's vengeance against the stuff that oppresses, that breaks us down, that holds us back, that some of you are experiencing today in your lives in every single way. God came for you. He loves you deeply. He longs to set you free. Some of us get set free, though, and forget the second thing. Dan, if we could have that middle slide up for me, please. That we were made to be made splendid. Look at what the swap is, right? Saved from prison, saved from darkness. This is what happens next. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called mighty oaks, a planting for the Lord. Some of us make the first step, the big step, the lasting step, and then we stop. And it's enough for salvation, but we're missing out. God wants to do mighty things in you. And some of us who have been believers, but as Andy said, just went back to our old ways, I want to encourage you today, God wants his splendor to be evident in your life. He doesn't want your splendidness to rise up. I've had big chats with Lily about not trying to kind of make this day about us. What we want is for you to hear... And see God in it. And then what the most exciting bit is that once we realize that, once we've been turned into priests, oil, crowns, garments, all those kind of things, this is what we do. We rebuild the ancient ruins. We restore the places long devastated, renew ruined cities. That's what the world needs right now, doesn't it? And our encouragement then is that we've been saved to shine. And to shine not with the glory of our own because it's fading a bit like in the cartoon. But, but a, a glory that lasts forever. And I want to ask the question just really simply today. Where are you? Are you someone who recognizes you could do with a savior? God freely says, I will come. Just open the door. Happy to talk to you more about what Christianity is. I hope you've got a glimpse of what it can do. If you have come to God, was it that you got stopped and you forgot just how splendid God is? We'd love to encourage you and set you free from some of those stuff that hold us back. The chains from the prison are gone. He wants to exchange it for crowns and oil and garments of praise. And lastly, are we ready then to go? As a church, we're talking very uh, much about becoming a church that's really outward looking. We need to not just be talk about that. January is a, a sort of a reset for us. We're looking ahead to Christmas and saying, how do we do, all of us, all for one purpose? We love God, all for one. We want to do that together. I want to encourage us as church to do that together. So where are you at today? I want to ask that question in a moment when we see a baptism. Um, some of you who maybe want to invite God in, you could even say today, God, I invite you in. I'd love to, to publicly say that. And we would happily baptize you as well.